Hey, how's it going, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the HGO Podcast. I'm one of your hosts today, Ethan, and joining me, as always, are my good friends, Hunter and Kyle. Hey, guys. How you doing? Oh, I'm doing just swell. Dude, I think I'm still reeling from last week's episode. You're, you're still, <laughs> you still can't, you can't do it? Oh, there they are. Journey. The lower thirds just didn't want to show up. They're here now, no. though. They just showed up like, they're just a bit shy, just a bit camera shy. I don't know what they did wrong, but, you know, it's fine. <laughs> It's fine. My PC just seems to be. We were screen sharing a little thing earlier that we won't talk about right now. But my PC just Classified. like was like, "What if I cease to exist?" And just like it just they just went away for a couple of seconds. And it's, I don't know. It's a train wreck as always. Uh, you guys all right? You had a fun week. Yeah, that was yeah. pretty good. Yeah, it's been. I it's been a really. It's been, I went been to a the really. Theaters. Yeah, you went to theaters. I did. What did you see? What did you see? Um, new Sword Art Online movie came out. Oh, so I went out to go see that. He had me in the first. Did you watch Sword Art Online, or is this? Oh, I watched through all of it last year. Just on a whim, I was bored. Heard good things about it, and I'm like, yeah, well, I feel like let's check it out. Well, I've heard good things about like the first. Yeah, I've heard good things about. Sorry, I'm turning you down slightly, Hunter, because you're a bit loud on my end. Um. Making the podcast look amazing straight away, uh, <laughs> having a big massive bog over your head. But I've heard like the first season of Sword Art is really good, and then yes. I've heard that it goes off a cliff after that. The second one was weird. I will, I will admit it. It went places. But you know, I'm also not a weeb, so I wouldn't know any of that because this is true. My and I have bad around. opinions. Yeah, so <laughs> I don't think true. we mean much in in this discussion. I don't. Yeah. <sighs> I, I wish I had time for anime, but it's like one of those things I just don't have time for because my brain, my attention span is short enough and it's like, I look at something like One Piece or Naruto or even anything that's not them two with like <laughs> three seasons and I go, Dude. that is way too much for me. Thank you. I, I like Dude. things with 12 episodes or less. So a few weeks ago, I saw that they were bringing back Bleach for a new season and I'm like, you know what? I should go back and check this out. Johnny Young Bosch is in it. He's cool. He plays Bleach in Bleach. And I, and then I saw it was like two hundred episodes. Name is Ichigo. <laughs> shut no, shut up, Hunter. I don't care. His name is Bleach. And then I saw the show was like 200 episodes. And I'm like, I don't have the motivation for this right now. You know, I was the same way where it was like I heard uh, it was last year where <laughs> I heard Attack on Titan, the final season, was airing. Mm. And I was like, you know what? I should catch That's up on Attack on Titan. That's been happening for like three years, yeah, yeah, yeah. by the way. <laughs> yeah, I know it has. And then I look it up, and then not only were there three seasons before it, then there was a fourth season called The Final Season, then there was a fifth season that was that one last year called The Final Season Part 2. <laughs> and then now there's a third and final season that's coming out this year. And I'm like, when is it ending? Half the show now is the final season, if you think about it, because there's three <laughs> final season seasons. Yeah. What is this what is anime and this is why i just watch my terrible rom-coms once a year and then walk away into the sunset like sayonara can't be bothered so thank true. you dress up darling was a really good show it was it, went, it had a bit of a it had a bit of a dodgy one near the end like one episode that was a bit like eh, i can see yeah. why twitter could have a field day with this one but other than that <laughs> one episode fantastic they're doing more i can't wait to see what that is I have trash taste in anime, but hey, what can you do? What can you do? I feel like everyone has trash taste in anime, to be honest. If you watch anime, have... you probably have terrible taste. There's yeah. always that one show you don't want to bring up. 
in your oh, oh, in it, your <laughs> in your library. Oh, that's like every show that I've ever watched. Like I don't know. It's like I just like I say. I, don't I come off shows. like I watch more anime than I actually do. There was a mm. meme circulating through the internet this week that was like you know your little variety score. Yeah, and I got like a eleven on that when someone showed that to me. <laughs> I was like, yeah. So I don't watch that much. I've I've just seen ones that people like to talk about See, <laughs> like, the problem, yeah the problem i have with that variety score thing and... is like games if that like i see the game variety score that one goes around like every three months the same <clears throat> the same damn list yeah. where it's like and i usually get like a 60 or a 70 on that i'm pretty good when it comes to game variety um when it comes to like films or tv or the anime one i'm like for films and tv i just don't watch like flat out but anime yeah it's like anime to me i like to laugh at slash with i don't know what it is but so most of the time it's like i go towards comedies or rom-coms or slice of lives just because i i like the more light-hearted things also i just like crying as well that's why your name's like my favorite film ever but <laughs> it's like i just like gravitating towards those things so that when i go to those game those anime score lists and it's all like your naruto's your attack on titans your bleach your death notes all the all the kind of big oh, action or like kind of serious anime and i'm like i've got nothing here but i, I i've i've watched nothing here i've got like two rom-coms under my belt and that's about it and, and half this is a, a cowboy bebop and half of Cowboy Bebop, and this is a gaming podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Can you believe it? It's, <laughs> it's yeah, a like we'll talk about music later too. Yeah, we're not. When we're that's not the spoilers thing. Spoilers hunter. Spoilers uh, hunter. That's the thing. Is obviously there's an elephant in the room, and it's a giant elephant, and it's one that we're just going to ignore. Uh, <laughs> so we're we're trying to sidestep it. And Nintendo helped his us. His name this is, is Elephant. He had a fun little party game back in the day. Elephant the <laughs> elephant. <see him. Yeah. laughs> I'm so glad that we both had that because most of the time when you guys make a reference, I won't get it, or vice versa. I'm so I'm glad the elephant, the elephant, transcended (laughs) the Atlantic, transcends the cultural barrier. Hell yeah! An ocean may separate us, but elephant doesn't. Yeah, come on. Uh, Anyway, like I said, this is nature podcast. We talk about games. Yeah, we talk about games sometimes. Uh, Find us on podcast services search hot gamers only or find us at youtube.com forward slash hot gamers only where you can look at our stupid faces each and every week no elephones here though unfortunately maybe we'll have to buy one maybe that'll go on the set for season four maybe that's the big change um but yeah this could be a tax write-off <laughs> If we, we don't make any this, money yeah. on this, so I don't think so. But, but you know, be? if you go and subscribe to us on YouTube, you can make that dream one step closer to reality. Please subscribe, please, please. <laughs> Thank you. Um, this week, Nintendo had yeah, a direct. Funds only twenty seven dollars. Oh, that's oh, that's that steal. That's a deal right there. I think. Yeah, I think if it's under thirty, I think the. I think <laughs> the. I think. I think the Federal Trade Commission just lets you take it anyway. I think that's how it works. Uh, Nintendo had a direct. We're going to talk about that. Hunters played a few games. We'll talk about that. It's not the game that came out this week that we're ignoring, and we'll ignore in April, and we'll ignore in July. Just and not forever. touching it. Get it's it out of here. Bestie. Yeah, but for those of you who care, we haven't played it. We're not talking about it. There you go. That's all you need to know. Uh... <laughs> Me and Kyle listen to an album, we'll talk about that, and I probably need some help. What's new here? So there's plenty to talk about. Um, I feel it's just like... another week. 
I feel like the audience retention's already gone downhill because we have not talked about games in the first eight minutes of our gaming podcast. But ah, you know, who cares? Who cares? Elephant is a game. <laughs> You've got a point. Elephant is a game. <laughs> and to be fair, like if you're listening to a niche gaming podcast, chances are you probably have watched an anime in your life. So I feel like something's got to be relevant. I feel like that's the thing, right? We've done so many topics. We've done so many things here. I feel like year four, we're just going to get to a week where nothing's happening. No games are out. We'll just be like, talk about something that isn't video games. Because it's just not radio games for like 15 minutes and for the, you know, title. For the thumbnail. thumbnail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Grab them in, boys. Grab them in. <laughs> I like how we've spent the first 10 minutes of the show talking about TV and not even the video game adaptation well, TV you know, yeah. show. Well, oh, The Last of Us. I, well, I've been, like, I've been mm-hmm. watching The Last of Us. I think The Last of Us TV show is fantastic. It's incredible. I'll wait till it to be fully over before I bring it up on the podcast because what's the point of bringing up the one half of (laughs) The Last of Us TV show when the second half might be garbage? We'll see. Yeah, that's very Um, true. I I also haven't watched it. I was just thought it was funny. Oh, my sister told me about episode three though. Oh, episode three. Interesting. Episode three is like a masterpiece like genuinely my opinion is if you don't watch the show if you've played the game if you're not interested whatever fair enough just watch episode three it's like fantastic it's like one of the best pieces of tv i've seen in like forever it's really damn good and i think like chris mason the guy that's writing this with Druckmann, he wrote chernobyl which is another incredible show He's just a genius. This guy can literally write about anything and make it the most interesting thing of all time and the most depressing and the most entertaining. He's just, a, the, the man's a wizard, to be honest. Um, which makes me sad because now I'm like, oh, we're never, like, this is his video game adaptation. Like, this is it. Like, he's adapted a video game to TV and he's done an incredible job. But we're never going to get this quality yet, like, ever again, probably. So we might as well just cherish it while we can and <laughs> just hold on to it because it is. It's really damn good. Anyway. Uh, let's talk about Nintendo, who are also Ooh. known for their gripping stories and their really, you know, thought-provoking uh, entertainment, such as Pikmin Four. Um, mm. They had the a direct looking dog thing. Uh, we'll get to it. <laughs> Nintendo had a direct this week, and uh, if you were on the internet, I feel like I took a Twitter break at the worst possible time, so I've tried to catch back up. Looking at what people said on Twitter, it seems like it was one of those. I'd like to say standard directs nowadays, where it was either the greatest direct of all time and you had to be there, or it was a bit of a hit and miss, depending on your kind of taste. Uh, how are you guys? Well, before, we'll talk about all the announcements, but how are you guys feeling in terms of the reception to this direct? Were you positive, negative, in the middle, lukewarm? What are you guys thinking? Uh, I'm pretty positive on the whole thing. Hunter, we were talking about this before the show started and Ooh. a lot of the stuff they showed in this direct was really good it was just the pacing of the direct that was kind yeah, of yeah i don't think it was necessarily shown off in the best way but you know just yeah. looking at the snapshot of things that were shown <laughs> a lot of it does capture my interests so mm. you know yeah i, I think it. the interesting thing for this one is it's the definition to me this is of it's not this this direct was not for me for the most part there were some things that i was very excited about there were some things that were great there were some things that weren't great but it's one of those ones where you can't deny that every most of the stuff that they showed was quality stuff that it's like if mm-hmm. i'm not interested about it, someone else would be interested about it um i just don't think it was necess- it wasn't necessarily a slam dunk and i think it's mainly because of the pacing it had some extremely weird pacing to it 
but you know, some oh, people sure, said the right. exact same sure. about the one from last year. And I, last like last February's direct to me was like incredible. It was in, like I loved that one, but mainly because Xenoblade Three was announced and it was pretty hype. So you know, it's a bit of a like I say it's it's an interesting one. So what was first up on the list, Cal? You're gonna run us through what everything that was. Yeah. So thank you, Nintendo Life, for compiling everything into how what into when it was shown big up nintendo life uh thank you well liam doolan and gavin lane uh also shout out to alex from nintendo life because you have a very nice voice (laughs) i like watching your (laughs) nintendo life videos alex thank you very cool (laughs) anyways first up on the roster was pikmin 4 of Mm -hmm. getting announced and getting a release date for july 21st of this year which I'm not going to lie to you. I feel like Nintendo's had a curse recently where they reveal a game, put a year on it, and everyone goes, okay, add a year to it, because that's always what happens. So fair play to them. They're actually going to hit it this time. Um, My big question is, I'm not really a Pikmin fan. Uh, Me neither. Me either. And I'm not going to lie to you, right? So it's like, I'm sure for Pikmin fans, this trailer was great. They're like, there's a dog. What's going on here? This, This is crazy. I'm having the time of my life. I really struggled to even tell a difference between three deluxe and this. Like, it was genuinely. Like, yeah. If you showed me a screenshot of either of them and it didn't include the dog, I would not have a clue of, like, what the difference <laughs> here is, really. Um, but I'm happy. Like, I- I'm glad people are getting it. I feel like Pikmin fans have been waiting forever for this. So, it's a good one. Um, oh, yeah. I also think it sets your expectations because usually the starts and the ends of directs are typically surprises and the fact that the starts and the end of this direct were kind of predictable really screams yeah. to me. And I think this is why, in my opinion, it was a very weird direct. It was Nintendo always does this thing where they're like, this direct will focus on the first half of the year or this direct will focus solely on 2022 titles and then they'll and then have a couple of bangers that you don't see coming that they're like, you know, like the one that was like, we're focusing solely on 2022 games last year and then they were like, uh, 2021 games and then they were like, Splatoon 3 coming 2022 and you're like, what? Yeah. Like, that's weird. Yeah. <laughs> Why announce that in, Jan- in January or February? This game, This had one game that was like that which is near the end, and it wasn't even their game. It was a third-party game by Level 5. So I was like... Very weird for Nintendo to actually do that, where they actually stick to yeah, their Yeah, actually stick to the rule. It is perplexing, <laughs> because they normally don't. Like, you could think of... If you think back to all of the ones in recent memory, mm-hmm. like, there was the Smash Brothers reveal with the Inkling nonsense. Last, that uh... was a whole year... That was a whole year early... Last year, they announced Xenoblade. They said that it was first half of 2022. They announced Xenoblade for September. It did end up being first half because it got pushed forward to June. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't originally It wasn't meant to be, to be though. Way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that North Direct also showed Splatoon that ended up being a second half game. It's like... It's very weird. And I feel like... I know we're always, we're always ringing the death bell here on the Switch. We're like, get the fucker <laughs> out. I feel like Nintendo is slowing down a bit. I feel like there's a reason they're not announcing 2024 games. And I feel like it Mm -hmm. might be because they, like, I'm not saying people are, like, early 2024. I think we probably still have, like, another year and a half, probably. It'll probably be the end of the year. Dude, if they wanted to, they could probably come up with a way to coast for two years. But I don't don't think that's... I don't think they will. I don't think they will. It's just, like, they could... 
They could start porting 3DS games. Oh, I'm also hundred <laughs> percent on the. I'm hundred percent on the belief that Switch Two will be Switch Two or whatever it is, and it'll be backwards compatible. And I feel like Nintendo doesn't want to lose that install base. They'll probably have games that release yeah. on both of them, and they just look shinier on the new one. Is probably what will happen. I'm not. I'm not expecting Nintendo to jump ship entirely and be like, look, this thing has three screens and uh, so it's only docked <laughs> to the TV and you just have to look at the two screens while you're looking at the TV. And it's like, you know, it's simply... <laughs> three screens. One of them's a hologram projector, like from Star Wars when they're talking to each other. Oh my God. <laughs> exactly. But I feel like Pikmin is definitely like, it feels like a late gen game. Like it feels like a last in the generation kind of thing where mm-hmm. Nintendo's picking up what they haven't done yet yeah because nintendo has been very specifically one title per generation for a while now uh except for like the odd zelda game that crosses over or uh splatoon for some reason which looking back at it now i'm still perplexed by that because i thought they'd do more with splatoon 3 but hey oh they added in gobblers oops spoilers for later (laughs) (laughs) we'll bully that one later but the dog's very cute the game's out in july uh, I probably won't pick it up, just because no. I feel like it's not for me. I feel like I'd be bored shitless. I still haven't played any more Fire Emblem, and I'm supposed to like Fire Emblem, so <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's 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 a weird one. Uh, anyway, next up. All right, so next up, this was a February direct, so we got to get the obligatory feeding of the Xenoblade fans out of the way. It's, true. it's been happening the last three years. We got to keep up tradition. Has. It genuinely has. Yeah. yeah. First with Pyra and Mithra and Smash, and then last year with uh, Xenoblade, Xenoblade 3 release date. But yeah, uh, Xenoblade 3's expansion pass going to be coming. Uh, uh, Wave 3 is going to be coming out on the 15th. And then they also showed off a little teaser trailer for Wave 4. A short little 26 second trailer that had the whole community just exploding. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. We knew, we were like 99% sure that both Rex and Shulk were going to be in the DLC. We were like 99.9% sure. But we, you're still hyped when you finally get the 100% confirmation, you know? Yeah. Um, I, I think Alvis is also <clears throat> very cool seeing him again. Uh, obviously, him coming back is fun. There's think, obviously a load yeah. of fun with the teasers and stuff like that people trying to figure it out um, what's happening in the, the world the is dude, this yeah the dude I, that just looks like the pro tag from xenogears that's pretty epic who also might be older noah or might be a distant relative no we don't know who this is because <laughs> you know because you know it stands to chance you know both shulk and rex are older maybe this mm-hmm. is is this is this where, where does this take place? Is this the founders thing? But why is Alvis there? And like, you know, someone very much nicely on Reddit pointed out that the only letter of the alphabet that isn't oh, a yeah. console is A. So Alvis would make sense. But also, I feel like we would like why would everybody know about Zed if they weren't fighting Zed in the past? Like, it just like we don't know. I don't know. I still don't know what this is. <laughs> Nothing feels like it adds up. Dude, this is why I, I also love feel... Monolith Soft. Like they in their trailers, yeah. they give you just enough to get excited and speculate on, while also telling you nothing about what they're doing. And I think like that's I say, hilarious. Like you say, you just don't know where this is going. And it's like, is this the is this a prequel again? Is it 
something else entirely. What? Who knows what it is? We'll see when it comes. And I'm or was this just a random cutscene they took out of context and isn't even important at all? Who that knows? Would be my favorite outcome. It would be really funny. <laughs> yeah, it just—I don't know. <clears throat> to me, it's like you know. Obviously, we're getting. We're getting Shulk and we're getting Rex. I feel like it would be very underwhelming for them to do the exact same thing they did with 2, which is why I don't think they will do the exact same thing with 2. I think yeah. them just showing the failure of the past characters again for a second side <laughs> DLC that turns into its own game would be a very boring story, so I don't think they're yeah. going to do that. Because the um, other thing with the trailer is... I guess this is like minor spoilers for Xenoblade 3 coming up. But okay, you have been the... skip two minutes if you uh Yeah. Are, it's with the music. with the founder statues yeah. in in the city. They talk about two characters that are basically Shulk and Rex. On the Shulk character they said that he lost his arm, and on the Rex character they said he lost his eye. But if you look at the trailer, both Shulk and Rex have all their body parts. So mm-hmm. I don't know what it means. I don't know. We don't know anything, and I think that's incredible. <laughs> it's it's. Gonna I'm here be, for like Takahashi's I, wild ride. Like I say, it's going to be fun. Um, my guess is it's probably going to have that August September release date again, like the original mm-hmm. uh, Torna did, just because Zelda in May, Pikmin in July makes sense for it to be a back half of the summer kind of game. Uh, I hope it gets physical and separate release like the last one did. Please. So do I. And please don't make five copies of us and make it fight on my Nintendo, because for the love of God, God, I do not want to do that. Torna was a very nice game. I'm not game strong to enough to do that of. again. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't have I don't have the patience. You know, fun fact, um Tears of the Kingdom Collects Edition. I could have pre ordered it. I saw it go oh, live. Was that, one, was that one actually like easy to get? Or? Uh, if you were quick enough, if you like, if if you noticed that you had like an hour basically to pre-order it if you wanted it. Ah. Um, but I looked at it. It was over double the price, and all you get is a fucking steel book, a poster, and an art book. Fuck off. You don't even like steel books. I or don't. Posters. I don't like steel books. I like <laughs> art books. Posters. But here's the thing. Oh, you can't see it on the screen. But um, my Xenoblade Collector's Edition. Say what you want about it, but the all the bits and bobs is basically the same thing, except you get a steel poster in the Zelda one. The additions was only like twenty five, thirty pounds or something. So including the game, it only would have been like eighty. Whereas this one's asking for one hundred and twenty. What like Nintendo be Nintendo? Um, but I'm very excited for the Xenoblade DLC. We'll be talking about the new hero modes, the new hero like quests and stuff like that next week. I'm sure. Maybe Kyle will play a bit of the rogue, mo- the roguelike mode. Yeah, they also showed like a roguelike yeah. mode. Oh yeah, that kind seems of interesting cool. enough. They said that, and I didn't really process it until like a minute later. I'm like, huh. <laughs> it's a cool idea, and I also think that people were saying that the challenge, the challenges that they did add in the challenge mode to the first DLC were a bit too easy. So I feel like this yeah. might be a nice thing where you can't go in with your own loadout fully prepared, through fucking buffed up to your, <laughs> to the to the highest standards, and then just go in and roll. I feel like this is going to be a much seven go burr. Yeah, I think this might be a much more interesting thing. But like I say, mainly it's DLC 40s. Very excited for it. Hope we see 
if that is Noah, I hope we also see Mio. And if that isn't Noah, I hope we see Noah as well. Because <laughs> I, I have genuinely, ever since that game came out, I've become a Harry McIntyre stan. I need Harry McIntyre mm. in my life. Adam Howden, I know you have your fans, but I'm sorry, but I'm, an Ad- I'm a Harry McIntyre stan. You can fuck off. Give me Harry McIntyre. Thank you. I love you, though, Adam, as well. <laughs> to be honest, yeah, the old characters are not as much of a selling point as it would be to just have Noah and friends pop up for something else. Mm-hmm. For I me, anyway. Me, I, don't get me wrong. Like I, I, I like Rex and I like like uh, Shulk as well. I like both of them. But also, Noah is by leaps and bounds the best protagonist Xenoblade Chronicles has had. So please, for the love of God, <laughs> at least have them in it in some way, shape, or form. <laughs> I hope it's not just the Fire Emblem nostalgia-filled pandering because I'm sure we'll see both. I'm sure we'll see Nia and Melia and Pyra and Mithra at some point as well. But <laughs> please for the love of god don't just have that be it please don't be a nostalgia fest i'd love to have some actual story too that'd be great thank you um we should probably move on because we could talk about this all day to be honest yeah <laughs> uh, we can rapid fire these next two samba de amigo speak to monkeys with maracas bro. game oh man okay that i'm sorry like... i forgot you're a samba stan oh i absolutely you know what they say dude every day <laughs> i can't come up i can't i I can't think on the fly. I do like the look of this game, though. I will not play it, but I respect <laughs> it for the sole fact of it has the same kind of um, it has the same kind of system as uh, the Persona dancing games with the three rings on the side. But you have to do stupid movements, so they lost me. If they if it, if you just told me that it was the sound, <laughs> it, it was just, just the buttons. It was another Persona dancing game. I was like, hell yeah, I'll buy this. But yeah, if you can turn the motion controls off, then I would one hundred percent be into that. Also, I did not know that this was an actual game series. I I knew that it was yeah. kind of a game series because it was in Sonic and All Stars Racing Transformed. But <laughs> I was like, wow. That okay, information actually... passed me by too. I thought it was just some silly monkey with maraca game. I thought it was just like I a mean, I think it was just like some yeah. Wii shovelware or something yeah. like that. You know, but... that much. I knew it was GameCube era. I knew it was like GameCube ish. Yeah. But uh, like Dreamcast ish, I don't know. Anyway, we can skip know. over Fashion Dreamer though, if you yeah, want. Yeah, nothing to say there. That looks like Ethan the most does not fucking have the passion like... for fashion. <laughs> I just, I just don't get these kinds of games. Like, I get the audience that they're catering to, like you know, like young children, mainly like young like girls who like are really into fashion. Understand that. I just don't understand why they always make them look the shittiest quality possible. Like, God, can you just put like? make one of these make a good one though could you make something that's actually cool looking instead of like these generic like me looking asses that walk around with like awful texturing like yeah i get that it's for children but put some effort in like a little bit come on just a little <laughs> anyway sorry a little vent not gonna play it but you know <laughs> just gotta put it out there i just, I just I like i just i hate when they make these games that are specifically like especially for like young like girl audiences like you know like like eight to like 12 year olds right and then yeah. they just put no effort into them it's like if it was a game for like eight to 12 year old like boys they'd probably put some more effort into it yeah it's like, you know eight to 12 year old guys get games that you know potentially the adults will even come along and like <clears throat> 
Oh, if you made Sometimes like a sick to an unhealthy fashion, level, like, like if you could make, like, if you made like, oh, trust me, if you made like sick, like, if you made like a sick fashion game where you could like actually make designs and make clothing and stuff like that and share it online and do a proper job of it, I'm sure there'd be some adults that are into that as well. To be honest, oh yeah, like, like if you could make that. it just like the greatest character creator since Soul Calibur Six, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure there's an audience for that. Like, go on, do it. Anyway, next up. Next up, Dead Cells Return to Castlevania, March 6th, 2023. This shit looks cool. Oh, I haven't played Dead Cells yet, but and I probably won't have the time to get to this when it comes out. But when I eventually do jump into this game, I can't wait to just do this along with it because mm-hmm. it is very pleasing to look at all of this. I like that Castlevania <laughs> exists in some capacity in a video game again that isn't just ports <laughs> of the old games, even if it is like this... Even if it is like an indie project and not like uh, you know an official like a full thing, I mean, full thing. But I still believe that this will be quality because Dead Cells seemed to be quality before, and hopefully this will lead to maybe the developer getting to make a full-on Castlevania game or something soon. Hopefully. Well, you know what Konami's like. They're like, have you seen how many Silent Hill games they have in development? All you have right to now? do is ask for the property like, genuinely, now, and you can. Genuinely, I think that Konami <clears throat> is willing. I I would put money on there being a Castlevania game announced in the next two years. I would like put money on it because Konami just seems to just be licensing out their IP entirely. There'll be an indie studio, or there'll be some kind of not triple a developer but like a you know a middle tier developer that's just like hey do you know what we just feel like making an old school castlevania game and konami will be like, yeah, williams sure. wants to make one <laughs> it'd be a great project for an indie like not like a small indie team but like a me like a more established indie team to have a go at that'd 100 yeah, yeah i can see them like doing. <laughs> yeah like it would be super interesting to see like the only example that's coming to mind right now is team cherry from hollow knight but any team like that that's like delved into the thing and was clearly influenced by it, it would be cool to see you make one. Yeah, the, the only one I could think of was obviously um, the Shovel Knight team, but they're making me to the Hollower. So the I was Yacht like, Club, you know, yeah, someone yeah, like right. that that could make something yeah. like that. But regardless, I feel like Castlevania will be back at some point, but Dead Cells looks like they're doing a great job with the IP, regardless. Their version of Bloody Tears that they had in this trailer was amazing, so by good. the way. It was so, so good. Cool. <laughs> okay, next up. After that, Tron Identity. It's a Tron video game. It is by Mike Biffle, who is uh, incredible. He's a he's a great indie developer. Made Thomas Was Alone, made Volume, uh, Subsurface Circular, Quantum Circular, John Wick uh, Hex. Uh, uh, yeah, John Wick Hex. Biffle Games is really conspiracy. talented. They're really talented and they're really good. So I'm really excited for people who are fans of Tron. I'm not a fan of Tron, so it's not like <laughs> up my alley. I probably won't be picking this one up. Um, but you know, it 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 looks like it's like that. It looks like they're circular games, which are both fantastic, which, which I played. So I'm sure it'll be great. And April fourth, April eleventh is a release date. So yeah, cool. After that, Ghost Trick came back. Ghost Trick Phantom Detective for summer 2023. So this was a DS game. That was uh, from the creators of the Ace Attorney series. Uh, and I yeah. assume this is a remake called Remaster, right? Yeah, HD Remaster. Mm-hmm. Ever since becoming an Ace Attorney fan back years ago, this is one of the games along with Danganronpa that I just kind of heard of and be like, okay, 
not going to look any further into. I want to play it someday. <laughs> and now I have the chance to do that sometime yeah. this year, hopefully. I'm so very excited to be able to do this. Yeah, this is one of those announcements oh. where everyone was like, best Nintendo Direct ever. Like, you know, everyone hyped to fuck. All, as a normie, this does. As a, yeah, as a normie, this does nothing to me. Like, I don't care. But I'm happy mm. that people get to play it. Yeah. I mean, even if I didn't know about Ghost Trick already existing, you know, I like mystery games. It seems to be a good one. <laughs> so, you know. Yeah, Ghost Trick was always something I'd like heard about, but never really bothered to look deeper into what it was. But, you know, happy for people who are happy. A few people I follow on Twitter were popping off. So, you know, <laughs> good for y'all. After that, we got the deck of police. Oh, this was this was that weird game hunter you said that you were interested you'd be interested in it if the the characters didn't look like children yeah yeah i was kind of mocking i was mocking the trailer while i was like seeing it in action because there's nothing about it that was necessarily stand out uh it looked kind of like just a weird mashup of you know another kind of you know, mystery thing plus RPG yeah. elements. Level the the yeah, fact it's that it's being made five. by level five suddenly intrigues me a little bit more just because I trust them as a developer to make something decent at least. I liked Dark Cloud a lot. Um people really like the Laden games and I want to try those out. My brother really likes Nino Kuni. Like I'd be interested to give this more of a chance now that I know who's making it than I would have <laughs> if it had been a studio that I'd never heard of. It just Its art style is weird though. I don't vibe with it. Yeah, me either. I don't know. Yeah. We'll get we'll talk about this later with the Spike Chunts. They're not Spike Chunts, the the Dangaromper team. Whatever the new Dangaromba team's called. You know that new the the game the Yeah, the game. Raincoat game. Raincoat yeah. game. There's just something about these games that I'm just like I just don't like the way they look and they just kind of like the whole crime kind of detective thing. I'm like, I played AI the Somnium Files. AI the Somnium Files was a very good video game. I liked it quite a lot. And now everybody else is like, look, here's my police detective thing where you've got to go and solve a mystery. Then it's anime style. And then here's another one from the team of Danganronpa with creepy looking fucking characters. And why is everyone children? Talk? And it's just like, I'm just like, I'm kind of sick of this children being detectives, weird graphics, like video games, please. Can we make something <laughs> else? Like, it looks fine. It's um, also funny that they showed this right after Ghost Trick was shown, which is another funny. mystery. This is a very mystery-heavy... Like, if you, if you like exclusively like those kind of games, you'll be eating good for a little while. Like, is, it, don't get me wrong, it looks like... This is like the like... September Direct when all they announced was farming games. Genuinely. Yeah. It looks like it's really high quality. Like you say, it's level 5, so it's probably going to be a very good game. It's just, to yeah. me, it looks very generic anime kind of detective thing. And I don't need that in my yeah. life at the moment. You know... All I can say is from this is, at least when I look at this one, I just go, okay, could you just not have made another Danganronpa? <laughs> like, at least this, like, <laughs> this one, I'm like, yeah, it's level five. They're, they're doing late as well. Who cares? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Speaking of generic anime, Bayonetta Origins, Cereza and the Lost I sti- Demon. I still, I March really 17th. want, I really, really want to know why this game was greenlit. And what I mean by <laughs> that is, this is a cool little Easter egg in Bayonetta 3. This is a cool 
little maybe i still would have been really upset if i discovered that organically before it was announced (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) i don't know what to say it's a cool little easter egg it'd make a really good kind of if there was a bayonetta season pass this would make a really good little side thing that was in the season pass that was like a little three-hour adventure or whatever or like a little standalone e-shop thing i don't understand who the market is for this Bayonetta spin-off that's in a children's art book kind of style that's a that full price game like that doesn't play like Bayonetta that comes out less than like what November, December, January it comes out in a Fa- less than five months after the release oh, yeah. of Bayonetta 3 it just kind of I just don't like I get that Deca Police level 5 fans and <laughs> people that like that <laughs> shit will play it and they'll, they'll have a great time and it'll probably be a really good game but I just don't understand who the market for this game is. I genuinely don't. Also, Bayonetta as a child is the least appealing version of Bayonetta to ever exist. Yeah. <laughs> so some... it's true because you've taken out like you've taken out all of like you know Bay- Bayonetta's adult characteristics, and what I mean by that is you know she's a very kind of expressive character, <laughs> you know. Uh, yeah. To put it to put it in the Girl most PG friendly way possible, and all you've done is you've taken all that out and you just replaced her with the most annoying kind of child, a British child, the most annoying <laughs> type of character on the planet. Like I don't like child <laughs> protagonists, regardless. Never mind a British child protagonist. Oh my god, they are the no, worst, aren't they? My brother yeah, was playing the, the Gen Eight of Pokemon the past couple of weeks, and he was just oh telling me dialogue oi, oi. from it, and I was hey. like, oh. Oh, yeah, <laughs> of course. I have yes. heard them say pants to in the negative. It's an adjective oh, before. Yeah, what a load of rubbish. <laughs> but no, it's like like I say, you know, yeah, Platinum's, like, like I say, bad it's a very, <laughs> frankly, for better or worse, it's a very horny franchise. So the fact that they've got Nana, children's book spin-off with a child version of our protagonist is very weird to me. I Could just you imagine, don't... okay, imagine getting like, bait and switched the opposite way. Like imagine if Bayonetta 3 didn't just come out and this was released before or something as like a little, mm-hmm. and imagine, you know, that this coming out seeming, I don't know, mild by comparison to the rest of them be like oh yeah pick it up for your kid I, it's probably still got like an m rating i don't know what its esrb is but you know quickly you know, head over to a website to find that out you know pick um, it up let your kid at least look at it <laughs> and then it, it, imagine them being interested in that and then seeing what the rest of the series is and be like oh no uh, i can't let them play at least that. in the uk at least in the uk it's a peggy 12 so it actually is a lower oh, really? rating that's hilarious like, imagine if this happened the other way. It'd be so funny. <laughs> and it's just like... Like I say, I just don't get what this is for. It's like, I don't even like Bayonetta that much. I th- I like the, My favourite part of Bayonetta is the ridiculous set pieces and the music, to be honest. So it's like, even as someone... That's going to be in this yeah. game. And even as... So, so yeah, it's like, even as someone who doesn't like how overly horny it is, and I cringe, and I go, great, another fucking video game that i don't want anyone walking in while i play it you know as much as i don't like that stuff it's like that is what makes bayonetta a lot of the time bayonetta that and the act like the hack and slash action that has yeah. the stupid like animations and all the hair <laughs> transform like all transformations to have none of that and just replace it with a with what looks to be like a puzzle game with like fucking weird art style like weird 
children's book art style and a British kid. Ew, cringe. Get it out. Not about it. Yeah. Anyway. Well, Ethan, are you about Splatoon 3 DLC? I've already bought it. You know I have. You oh, my God. Yeah, of course you know I am. Well, no, here's oh. the thing, right? I bought it off of a third-party website because I go... To the, Yo, if you're dog. ever in the UK and you want cheaper video games because... Well, of course you do. It's the UK. We already get. We already have to pay more. Uh, a lot of the time, this is not a sponsor. Not any. Not even related to another site. I use Shop Two a lot of the time because they have stuff below re- registered retail price. A lot of the time, it saves me a load oh, of money. Oh yeah, it's like it how really Play Asia helps. always has cheaper stuff too. Yeah, it really helps when you're trying to run a video game podcast and not use all of your expendable income on video games. It helps quite a bit. So they had it cheaper, and I did this for the Mario Kart Booster Course Pass as well when I did it. But the problem is, is their codes, once you've bought them, you can't put them into the system. Like, boo doo boo doo can't put them in until the actual first piece is released because you can't enter codes to pre-orders for some reason because Nintendo's stupid. So... I've just got a code on their website, just waiting, sitting there one day. One day, I'll log in. Booby doop boop boop, plop, plop it in, and then I'll have my ve- own Incopolis. I can't wait. You're so true, bestie. But yeah, if you ever want cheap yeah. games, go to Shop2. Pretty good if you're in the UK. Or Play Asia. Play Asia's also pretty good, but you will probably get an Asian copy of the game. <laughs> so yeah, for Splatoon's expansion pass, we got Wave 1 literally just Inkopolis mm. from the first game. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Doesn't do anything special. It's just a new hub. Yeah. New in big quotation marks. I am gonna I am really curious to know, because obviously they said they have a home Splatfest thing. I really want to know, this is the thing that I'm interested in. Will there be like a toggle in the options menu for you to swap the hub? Because they said that everything's the same. It's just like, I wonder if there'll be a toggle. Because if there is a toggle, I might as well do it because the fucking frame rate in Splatsville is really fucking awful. God, so... so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be very willing to do that. Um, I think the only save, like, it's a really stupid DLC, but everyone knows that really you're just after the single player expansion. And that's part two. Yeah. And this is like a little bonus before it starts so i'm completely fine with it also the pricing of it it's cheaper than like say it's cheaper than the xenoblade expansion pass and stuff like that uh, so you know you know that you're gonna get the single player dlc and i can't wait for that that's gonna be good uh but this first part let's be real it's it's stupid it's it's a it's a it's a, it's a funny idea but also they could have put more into it mm-hmm. you also get some bonuses if you do buy it I can't wait for the final Splatfest for Splatoon 3 to be like, you know, the idol groups of the respective three games being like, which one did you like the most? <laughs> well, I think... It's Squid Sisters and it's not even close. Well, you see, I I worked it out, right? Because I was like, why are they doing Incomplice? And I worked it out because obviously Splatoon 3 base game, the story mode and the multiplayer is all very much about deep cut, you know, Shiver Fry, Big Man. Um... And they've already said the story DLC, which is, um, you know, the second half of it, is going to focus on Pearl and Marina a lot. So it's like, oh, well, Callie and Marie were in the main story for Splatoon 3, but they don't really have anything really going for them. So they just brought back in Copolis and you can see them dance again at the Splatfest. That's basically what they've done is because they're like, oh, the other two are focused a bit more. It's just very weird. You could have done a bit more. Like I said, what would have been a really cool idea 
was uh, remastering all of the Splatoon 1 maps, having them go into regular rotation in Splatoon 3, and then just having, if you go to Incopolis and play through that way, it just only locks the Splatoon 1 maps in, so you can like have an OG kind of Splatoon 1 mm, lobby. That would be cool. That but, would be. You know, that would require effort. Nintendo just wanted to copy and paste the Wii U assets. So true, bestie. Anyway. Fire Emblem also guides by Fire Emblem Engage. <laughs> oh my god, can you believe it? There's not much to say here. They just added more character rings. They added Robin. And Kron. No, they and didn't. <laughs> That's in the next wave. Oh, well he's oh well he's in the thumbnail, so how am I supposed well, to fucking know? You just got jabated. Sorry, the they're all the crawl. same wave if you don't buy it. So, so true. <laughs> they're all in the same wave, waving goodbye. <laughs> like, yeah. No, it's dude, this food. wave gave us Hector. Uh, dude, maybe Everyone's I'll favorite play. character, Hector. Like I say, I still haven't put, gotten past the tutorial on that game. <laughs> he's from the the first GBA one, the one with Lynn. Oh. I, I don't remember what that one was called. That was either Sacred Stones or Binding Fire Blade. Emblem? It might have just been called Fire Emblem. I don't know. Anything before Awakening is all just a mystery to me. Uh, <laughs> that's funny. But now it just it looks that DLC looks very generic. And then unlike the Xenoblade story one, where it was very hype for their story expansion, they showed a clip of the story expansion to the Fire Emblem uh, Fire Emblem Engage, and I genuinely was like, "Is this supposed to mean something?" Because it just looked like, "Oh, <laughs> it's more Fire Emblem." <laughs> Engage is such a weird game, man. It just it sat on a shelf for a year, now you're getting DLC about it. Like at least the three houses one had this interesting thing of like, oh there's a fourth house and they live underground in their emo and shit. And like this one just looks like nothing. I don't know. It's weird. But it's coming out anyway. The uh, you can get Chrome now if you feel so inclined to give them thirty dollars. Oh doctor. You lucky, lucky sons of bitches. Anyway, what's next? So they're from the Blazing Blade, is what their game is called. I think that's Roy's game. That was the name of his B-move in Smash Bros. <laughs> anyway. No, that one had Roy's brother in it. Oh, that Troy. I love Troy. Anyway. <laughs> Troy, Troy's our boy. <laughs> Anyways, next up was uh, Harmony, the fall of Reverie. I don't remember oh, this what one. That word says me either. Don't know I think they game. lost me because of Fire Emblem. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, it was a Don't Nod game with a cool-looking art Oh, style. this is Don't Nod? Yeah. With music from Celeste's composer. Yeah. Oh, had, yeah, yeah. So I, I didn't really process most of this while I was watching it the first time. I, had to, like, I don't think just I processed of, any of this. I had to look at it afterwards. But yeah, Don't Nod plus the cool art plus Lena Rain. Appealing to me. I might check this out. I don't remember if there was a date for it or anything. It's, it's but... June 2023, and it is available everywhere. It's not just a Nintendo Switch game. It is available on PS5 and X. It's very weird. No PS4 or Xbox One, but it's on Switch, and it's on the that next That is weird. Consoles. But, mm. yeah, it, it, it's, it'll be interesting to see how, because Don't Nod seems to have distanced themselves from the uh, Life is Strange kind of. They're not doing another Life is Strange. Yeah, they're not very doing clearly more tell. of that. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see them do something else. I hope it works out for them. So yeah. do I. Hell yeah. Um, 
it's kind of like I say, Life is Strange is a very weird IP right now because it's like you've got Deck Nine, but that's about it. And Deck Nine worked on True Colors for ages, and it's like Square Enix is the kind of company that don't like sitting on IP. They don't like sitting on it. Like everybody else, you know, Atlas will be like, yeah, we'll wait a decade for a new Persona game. We'll release a lot of shitty spin-offs, but we'll wait a decade. Square Enix is just like. Chuck that fucker at the fan, dude. Like, there we go. What's that? 16? FF16 is going to take a while. Fuck it. We'll remake 7. Just chuck that shit. Keep it going. Yeah. Choo-choo, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I do wish the best was... Well, maybe we'll check it out. When I see what yeah, act- the game actually no. is, maybe I'll check yeah. it out. It's got an interesting art style, regardless. Yeah. What's yeah. next? Uh, Disney Illusion Island. This is like a four-player platformer game where he plays... The, the Mickey Mouse group. It's the new animation style. Yeah, it's the new animation. Reminds me a lot of Rayman Legends. It does look a lot like Rayman Legends. I'm not gonna lie to you. Like, it looks it looks like a fine platformer. To be honest, it looks like. Am I gonna play it? Probably not. But it looks. It's one of is. It looks like a fully functioning platformer. And the thing it had online multiplayer too, right? Yeah. I think the thing that. I like about Disney's game strategy at the moment is they just go give the IP to developers that want to do the shit that we were like what that want to work with us. Like Warner Brothers yeah. has Rocksteady, they have uh WB Games Montreal, and then they keep making these weird games because Warner Brothers is trying to make their own games. Whereas Disney's just like, yo, Insomniac, you want to make Spider Man? Yo, you go make Spider. Hey, Mike Biffle. What's that? You want to work with Tron? Well, we're not using the IP, so fucking have it. Like, go and go nuts. Go to town. You want to make a Mickey Mouse platform? You can go for it, you know? It's like... Yeah. They have a couple of whiffs, like Avengers, but it seems like, for the most part, they're making decent games where it's like, oh, okay. They might be for niches and stuff like that, but hey, they're making games that at least look like I mean, video games and not like cash grabs. Niches. Yeah. Like, this doesn't look like a cash grab to me. It does look like a very mm, decent no, platformer. No, it does look like a respectable platformer. And it's out on July 28th. Oh, man. <clears throat> Draft it now for your fantasy league. I don't know if I'm that confident. <laughs> how, can I, uh, how can I? I'm on negative three points. You know, I can't. I can't afford, I can't afford risky plays. <laughs> <laughs> Blue's got Crash Team Rumble. <laughs> That he can't draft because Kyle counterpicked it. I'm losing this year. I'm losing this <laughs> oh, year, and it's. I, I but I, at least I can say I have the moral high ground. Anyway, carry good on. for you. Thank you. <laughs> that doesn't like, mean good shit for you. Scoreboard. Good for you. Go wait until the Horizon remake comes out right? later this year, and I fucking pick it up. Just you watch. Just you watch. Until what happens? Horizon, <laughs> the Horizon remake, remake comes just... out. Oh yeah. my god. <laughs> oh my god. Uh. I'll do well, it. Speaking of redoing things, Advance yeah. Wars 1 and 2, it's real, and it's out on April 21st. After like two years of being frozen in time. Do you want to something Not funny? Not Shadow Drop. Do you want to say something funny that I didn't realize? And I want you guys to now realize this too. Okay. All right. I was watching a video by Kyle Bossman, who is a very funny guy. He works with Jeff Keighley a lot. He used to be part of Easy Allies. I like him quite a lot. Um... And he was like talking about the Nintendo Direct, and he was like, every game showed gameplay except for Advanced Wars. And it's true. They mm. only showed the animated cutscenes. They did not show a single bit of gameplay for this. 
because obviously advanced wars so they didn't mention wars at all they didn't mention that it was like a war strategy game they just say strategic fun for everybody like come come and think on your feet as they don't show a single bit of gameplay and then just chuck the shitter out like they have genuinely condemned this game to just be chucked in the fucking bin like that's it and i was like that's crazy they genuinely didn't show a single bit of gameplay at all Poor way forward they don't deserve this I know. Oh, I think that I think that the people who like Advanced Wars are going to pick it up anyway. Uh, yeah. April has other. April has like Star Wars and stuff, so I I'd be interested to pick this up at some stage because like I was fascinated by it before, and then it got put on ice for a year. I know. And, it's just you know, very weird. After to me. River City Girls, I'm down for just about anything Way Forward does. Mm. I just thought it was very baffling. I was like, you know, it's actually quite funny that they don't didn't show a single piece of gameplay. It, it is funny, but yeah, like... when everything else got gameplay, it's just very weird. Obviously, other than like a couple like uh, what, uh <clears throat> like Don't Nods game stuff like that, but you know, yeah, all of Nintendo's games that they showed had gameplay. Yeah. Very weird. All right. Anyway, uh, up next, Octopath Traveler Two got a demo announcement. It's and coming. a new trailer. I played the demo. Pretty good. I'm excited for this game. Me too. It looks great. Game looks yeah. super fucking pretty. It really annoys me that the second one's coming to PlayStation, but the first one isn't on PlayStation. That just really annoys me. That is it's, super it's gonna, silly. It's, it's gonna show up. I you see. I it. feel it's like weird it that isn't. it hasn't yet, though. I feel like, like Xbox got it like a year or two ago. At this point, I just feel like well, Xbox they... isn't getting the second one. Yeah, it's still that's... weird. The, 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 <laughs> Square Enix and their decisions on what goes where will never cease to baffle me. Yeah, it's like... <laughs> Among other just, things about just, Square Enix. It just baffles Square me. Square Enix just baffles me. They're, they're, they're like, it just, like I say, it baffles... Do you know what also baffles me? That this game, obviously it's got a PlayStation and Nintendo port. It has a PS5 native version. As yeah. well. Just like... So they they were like, no, we will not put this on Xbox, but we'll make two specific fucking versions of the pixel art video game for the PlayStation consoles. Gotta ray trace those torchlights, man. I'm just <laughs> Dude, like... have you seen the water in this game, though? <laughs> it's good looking water. Like, it's, it's pretty good looking water, to be fair. But the I'm... PS2 GameCube generation in a nutshell. What was, what was the box art for Octopath 1? It was the eight travelers all lined up walking to the left. In the fancy concept. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff. I just want to say yeah. the box yeah. art for Octopath I... Traveler 2 is far better than the box art for Oh, yeah. Traveler Where they're all just like around nice. a campfire. Yeah. Showing I personality. Yeah, it looks I'm great. I'm hoping not in the future, but one day when the physical goes on discount, I'll probably buy it and stick it on my shelf next to the first one and not play it. Um, I think, Dude, I think that I, I think, no, I th- they're great games, but I feel like they're a bit too classic jrpg for me where i feel like i will not click with them and i'll probably i'd like the story and characters i can guarantee but i just think it's the, it's a gameplay hurdle for me it's a gameplay uh, hurdle he's got a point like That's i was fair. i was fighting with some of its more classic um rpg isms towards the end of my playthrough of the first game and i like and i've like played these games I played older RPGs when I was growing up and stuff, and I'm still like, I don't have the time for the level grinding nonsense. Yeah. So if That's if fair. I was struggling to pull myself <laughs> through it, of course Ethan would, you know. I'd stop playing. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. Like I say, 
and I'm happy to support, like, like I say, I'll buy it when it's cheaper because I'm happy to support Square Enix when they're not making bullshit. Yeah. When Square makes good video games, I almost want to support them because I genuinely want to be like, yes, look, this is the good Send stuff that the you should that be you making. Want this more Octopaths. <laughs> stop making less Chocobo, Chocobo GP GPs. Shit. Stop <laughs> yeah. making. Stop, this random stop. games as a service bollocks that goes to fucking Salu death in 18 months. Please stop. I appreciate you not doing that. But it does look and, good. And what happened to Dragon Quest 3 HD 2D remake? And all, uh, Anyone remember yeah, I'll, that? I'll, Anyone I'll remember down. when they showed a trailer and then it just vanished? I'll, I'll double it down what even more. Where the hell is Dragon Quest 12? Because they That's announced that point. ages ago. They that announced Dragon me. Quest 12? Yes. It was like the oh, same time. They announced at the same time. The exact same they day. They did? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Wow. And it's like... Where, I feel where like are they? Have... That's probably this year. Where's the sauce, Square? I don't That's know. They gotta good. clear it with the Japanese government. Be like, when's, when's, the, <laughs> when's the holiday gonna fall? When's the bank holiday? <laughs> I genuinely... I, yeah. Because I, I genuinely think that there'll be like... I bet you there's discussions at Square right now going, who's further ahead? Nomura with Remake Part 2 or the Dragon Quest team with 12? Who's further ahead? Because they're not releasing both of those at the same in the same quarter. And I feel like one of them, they're both probably aiming for that because Dragon Quest 12 was announced like two years ago. It's very weird. Anyway. Next up. Next up was Katamari. We love Katamari. We do love Katamari. That's Plus the game. Royal Reverie. Yeah. It's just another the, remaster, right? Is, re, is yeah, We Love Katamari, Katamari the second game in the series? Mm. Yeah. We Love Katamari is... Yeah, it's a sequel yeah, to The Sleeper Heat... Yeah, okay. That's, that's fun. I played the first one last year on Game Pass, and I had a lot of... It was like, it was fun. It was a fun afternoon. But also, yeah. I very quickly got bored of it. So I was like, I, I played for every level and I was like, I have no need to go and play the rest of it. It was fun though. I get why people like it. But it, it, to me it seemed like a one and done. But hey, it's cool. I'm glad mm. that it's getting a remaster. I'm sure that is also going everywhere. Probably. Yeah, probably. After that, Sea of Stars got a release date. Mm. Oh, that game looks real good too. Man. Yeah. Oh. It's another another not JRPG, but like JRPG adjacent. Inspired, yeah. It's it inspired just... muchly by Chrono Trigger. Mm-hmm. It, so it, much it, so it they even got the composer. Look, yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And it, yeah, it's just like, it was like, I saw it, and I was like, this is Hunter-ass game, just instantly goes to like Hunter-ass game territory. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah it was made by the people who did like The Messenger, so, which, different genre, but they knew what they <laughs> were doing, so... This game will probably more than likely be see, pretty yeah, good. I mean, this looks like a, it's like yeah, it, does, oh. it looks good. This, and this a demo good. apparently dropped for this too. I didn't realize oh, that. Nice. Did you play? Or it, I might have forgotten. Very cool. Yeah. Did you play it, Kyle? Gosh, no. No. I was playing <laughs> Guilty was... Gear all week. This looks like he was a busy Kyle... playing Kyle, the Octopath This looks like you could demo. like it as well. To be fair, this looks like you oh could yeah, like this one as well. Yeah. I think we said yeah. this during the during the show, like the direct but if hunter didn't pick this game up in the draft i was going to just oh yeah and then i said really Don't worry, good. if hunter hadn't picked it i wouldn't have picked it because i didn't know what yeah. it was up to yeah. yeah it had been shown off at a couple of like the indie world directs last year so i had already known about it yeah mm -hmm. fair, fair enough fair enough yeah yeah it looks cool now, looks good i'll check it out when it comes out 
next. And apparently played this demo that exists. <laughs> After that was Omega Strike. This is like three-on-three three hockey. Yeah, the weird air hockey looking I, game. I, uh, prediction yeah. this will uh, cease updates in less than a year. I feel like, you know, it's it, this is going to 100% be one of the... You know how, like, in the past couple of weeks, we've had loads of games of the service games just yeah, like die like off a cliff. City, Knockout Rumbleverse. City, Rumbleverse, Apex Legends Mobile, Battlefield Mobile got cancelled straight out of oblivion. You had. Um... Do you think that a bunch of people are about to, like, la- like this being one of them, are about to, like, launch one of these and have suddenly been like, oh, no. Because I think of... we've already hit that. I think Rumbleverse yeah. and Knockout City were an oh, no. I feel like... We knew this was coming. Eventually, there'd be this point in time where everybody tries to launch a games of the service and realize that no one has time for one games of a service, never mind six million of them. Certainly not the 12 that PlayStation want to make. wonder if they're pivoting over there by now. I just, I don't, like I say, I have no clue. Because it's like, I struggle to even keep up with one game or, you know, complete a battle pass in one video game, never mind two or three or four or however many they think. It just seems like a bit of wasted effort. I would like to be proven wrong, but I, like I say, this just very much screams to me, death in a year. <laughs> yeah. Let's yeah. hope that serves a beer-to-beer, that's all I'm going to say. <clears throat> anyway, next up. After that was Etrian Odyssey Origins Collection. This mm-hmm. is an Atlas... Uh, it's three games made by Atlas that were put on the DS slash 3DS. I'm saying that because I don't remember if they were stuck to one console or not. Mm-hmm. But Atrian Odyssey at some point was definitely on 3DS. Yeah. I just don't know if that was later entries. No clue. I don't know either. Anyways, this exists. They look like the old Persona or Shimagami Tensei games. Like the way you apparently had around. to draw your own map out you in to these. Draw your own map. The fact that they Ethan added pointed the, out to me. Yeah, the fact that they added they said the feature of create maps to chart your course, and then they say at the end that it's like auto map is like a new feature. I'm like, oh my god, that sounds <laughs> like I say again. Happy for fans of it. To me, that looks like work, not fun. Like, yeah, I get. It certainly seems I... like a game that very much was structurally made for the DS as far as go in <laughs> get, for your little bus ride. I get lost and then... in games where I'm not even supposed to get lost. The fact that that game is like, here's a big-ass fucking maze, you draw the map. I'm like, no thank you. That sounds like my you personal hell. <laughs> Speaking of personal hells, Kirby's Return to Kirby. Dreamland yeah, <laughs> is also coming. Um, it's just Kirby in it. Yeah, Return to Return Dreamland. To the one for the one. Wii, right? Yeah, it was. Yeah, and the one that, you know, made the subspace emissary into a game. <laughs> it looks like Kirby. I'm not really a huge 2D Kirby fan, um, so this doesn't do anything for me. I think it's a really... I like, terrible... how, I like how the one last year suddenly necessitates the need to say 2D Kirby. Yeah, before yeah. You, I know, right? Before you well, that's the thing. say the thing it. Is, I haven't properly played Kirby in the Fibbing Land, yeah. I, the, the little bit that I did play of it, I thought was pretty decent. I had fun. I was just like, it's a bit too easy, so I don't want to buy it. So then I got it for Christmas, like eight, like nine months later. The classic. Whereas this, obviously, it has a new story mode. I think it's really shitty for them to lock it behind the main game because yeah. I'm sure there'll be fans that have played this game a million times and just want to play the new content. Why can't you just do that? It's just, yeah. it's not hard. It is weird. Um, yeah. But also, it looks like fine. before this direct, they had a trailer for the. They made like a 
collection of Kirby's little mini games that have shown up in his other uh, games before. You got like a little Mario Party mini game mode or whatever. Mm-hmm. Which so, is cool. Which is cool. Yeah. Uh, and then it was GBA and GB Nintendo Switch Online. They finally did it. They finally... It's that time of the two years where they release something else on Nintendo Switch Online. <laughs> and you know, controversial opinion... I'm honestly starting to think that the expansion pass is starting to get to the point where if you are liking these, like if you like old games, it's starting to get to the point where, to get it to the point where it's it. actually worth the money. <laughs> yeah. um, like, they added some great know. games to the GBA lineup. Yeah, the GBA lineup's great already. The GB, the Game Boy regular, is got a great lineup regardless. But also, you get that Tetris. on the regular pass. You, the regular pass wasn't Tetris. expensive regardless. To be honest, I'm surprised they gave it to us on the regular because yeah, I don't ever play the NES or SNES games on the regular subscription. So it's like I'm already paying that just for the online. So it seems like a bit of a waste, personally. This is me saying, "Go on, Nintendo, be dicks. Put it on the expensive tier." <laughs> But, you know, there's plenty of good games, though. Some weird ones, like Alone in the Dark. Why the hell's that in there? <laughs> that game's art style is... That was funny. ...looked super weird and jarring next to what came, whatever came after and before it. was like, a, <laughs> that was a weird, that was a weird little pocket of five seconds that I just looked at. It was but like yeah, Mario it... Land was what before it. You know, them adding, like, Oracle of Seasons and Ages coming later, mm. that's some good stuff, you know? And then Game Boy getting Minish Cap, and my favourite game, Mario Advanced 4, Super Mario Bros. 3, I love that. <laughs> I love how it's... Yeah. They fucked Metroid that up. Fusion. The original WarioWare, everyone's favourite video game, Kuro Kuro Kuro, and my favourite, everyone loves that. Mm. Was that thing with the the stupid little thing that you're yeah. like moving around? Yeah, yeah. Propeller, was, that an assist, yeah. was that an assist trophy in Smash Bros or something? Yeah, I feel I like I've so. seen that thing before. I think Apparently it was. I don't know why. Yeah. It wasn't released. Either it wasn't released in Europe or it wasn't released in America, but it was released in the other one. So people were hyped. <laughs> I don't know what order. <laughs> Mario Super Circuit, uh, Mario and Luigi, Superstar Saga, Minish Cap. Like I say, these are some great games. Like it's got to the yeah. point now where when my regular subscription things goes up, it's like they could add some stuff here, and I'm like, yo, well, yeah. if they ever, if I know they won't, but if they ever added Pokemon, then I'd be like, okay, fuck it, you've got me here. I'm I'm getting Dude. the expensive tier. Dude, if they add Pokemon Gen Three with like. Pokemon Home compatibility. That would be sick. That'd they be wouldn't the do that. Point. I'm just hoping that... for Gen 3. That would be good enough for me. But, <laughs> um, but you know. In fact, do you know what? I'm going to say it because you get GBA. I think GBA N64 and Mega Drive with the expansions, if you don't own those expansions, is worth $50 a year. I think that's fair. Yeah. If you actually want to play those games, I think it's got to the point now where expansion pack is actually worth the money. Yeah, I especially because of the backlog my... of N64 games now yeah. that it's actually built up a bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like I could see a future where, you know, if, you know, big releases. If we hit another space in time, like some of the months last year where nothing's coming out and I'm I needed something period. to play. Right now. Yeah. <laughs> and I needed something to play. I would, uh, I could foresee myself, you know, paying for 
some of that, dedicating some time to playing like Metroid Fusion and Minish Cap and mm. these other games that were on the you know N sixty four stuff. If I wanted to play like Ocarina of Time again for some reason, Paper <laughs> Mario, Paper Mario, the Mario and Luigi game. There's a bunch of games there that you know have been things I'd like to try. Golden Sun is supposed to come later, and I've heard nice things about that one. I will, yeah. I will say this though. I think this is the last update they do to Switch Online before the, whatever the next Switch successor is. I don't think we'll yeah, get we'll save, GameCube. We'll save the GameCube for the next one. <laughs> Let's hope that they're backwards compatible because I'm not doing this again. Where they go, they couldn't possibly. And yes, Nintendo start Switch from Two Online. Again. We're not doing this again. Oh. <laughs> yeah, like, oh my god. I also would like, in the similar way, I know PlayStation hasn't got many classics in their classic catalogue. I would still love for a way for Nintendo to allow you to buy them individually. Just buy them separately. That would make life so much simpler for me. And it'd probably make them a lot more money. Yeah, yes, yes, I will take a purchase of Metroid Fusion for like 10 bucks, please and thank you. Yeah, it's like, would you, you, you can have my $50 a year for all the online, or you can have my $20 a year for the online, and then let me buy the games at like 10 to $15 a pop, and then I'll let you probably make more money off of me at the end of the day. Like, yeah. It's just very weird. Yeah. Anyway, we should probably hurry up. We've been talking about this a lot. Let's, let's speed this up a this bit. This has been going on a lot longer than yeah. I thought it was going to. Was Metroid Prime, out now. Or no, yeah, it was. a couple of weeks, if, if you want it physically. That would be me. Yeah, we'll be talking about this in a couple of weeks at some stage. And it's even better because it's it's like the twenty third if you're in America, and it's not until the third of March in Europe. I've already got my copy pre-ordered. I can't wait. I've heard nothing but great things about this remaster. It's apparently really. It's one of the best looking games on Switch. Apparently, that's how good of a job they've done. And they've called it a remaster, but according to people, Retro have basically replaced every single texture in the game. So it's not really much of a remaster. So what you're saying is I should have been allowed to draft it when I tried to earlier this year. No, because it's still the same game. They've just gone in and replaced every texture. They've not changed the code. They've just gone in and changed every texture. Shoot. Whatever. Yeah. Still called it. So close. Dorn Hunter, we can add like 15 to your score mentally. It's, at the end of the year it's like 20 plus dude it's got like a 90 over 90 oh. open critic but never mind you don't deserve it but yeah i can't i'm i will definitely be picking it up can't wait can't yeah. wait can't believe i have to wait till march 3rd just because i want the cartridge cringe <laughs> oh well right. um fucking bait and kaitos is that how you say that or bat and kaitos bat and kaitos bat and kaitos, bat and kaitos. yeah one and two hd remaster these were RPGs made by Monolith Soft before, I think, before they released Xenosaga. Oh wow! So I imagine that has its own little following of people that really like it. Then oh, it does. Ah, yeah. and I this is something I've wanted to check out for a long time. But these games were locked to the GameCube and cost a million dollars. So such you is know. the life of a GameCube game. Such is the life. <laughs> but now they're available on switch in summer and my god that's an ugly ugly logo anyway um it's just it's one of those 2000s logos where they're just like how do we make it cool as possible (laughs) by making it as messy as we fucking can let's squiggles all over that fucker get it in there Um, one piece logo design school yeah anyway we are 
uh, almost life. there. Fancy life, whatever the fuck this is. This was not. I, I wanted Tomodachi life. I got fantasy life. This looks. This looks like a game. It sure does. Cool. Moving on, <laughs> Professor, Layton Professor Layton and the New World of Steam after fucking a nearly a decade of no new Layton. Yeah, I'll be it's excited to play this at some stage. I hope they I hope they bring the old games forward too because mm. I want to play those. I've wanted to play those for a long time and just am a non-DS owning schlub. <laughs> so, uh Fun fact, I'm just checking the Nintendo website, because uh, I was going to make a bold uh, prediction, but now I'm not. Uh, obviously, New World of Steam. System, it has got listed as Nintendo Switch as the system. I'm going to make a bold prediction to say that this is not a Nintendo Switch game and will be on the next console, because they showed literally no footage. They just showed a fucking gif of Professor Layton turning around. Um, I mean, even... They could make the most high-end Professor Layton game possible, and I think that even then, like, if, you know, in the hypothetical scenario that the next Switch is reverse compatible, you could make it one of those cross-generational cross things. Mm. And then the only thing that we can say is uh, that uh, it says, the newest entry in the Layton series, uh, Professor Layton and Luke face new puzzles in a fresh setting. So there's... Oh! And we lost Hunter. Oh no. Bye. Yeah, Bye, back. monkey. He doesn't like he doesn't like Professor Layton, apparently. Apparently not. Dude, Maybe. good thing my webcam fixed itself. Otherwise yeah. we'd have an issue. Otherwise we would have had a problem. Hello, Hunter. Hey. Uh what's going on? on? I'm, I don't know. Um, all I know is I need to now make a timestamp of that because uh, if I do use my audio, uh, there'll be a Discord release. So I need to <laughs> I need to sort that out. Uh, anyway, uh, so yeah, Luke is also in the game, which is no surprise to anybody. But don't know why they're confirming that. Yeah, don't know why they're confirming that on the website and not anywhere else. But hey, there you go. Anyway. Mario Kart 8. When's this Wait stupid for... expansion pass end? I'm tired of hearing about it. Uh, at the end of this year. Good. Um, How many waves of it are there? Were there like eight waves of this? Or something? Six. No, it is eight, isn't it? I, I don't know. I don't own the video no, game. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. It's. Oh my god, now I even I don't know. No, it is eight waves. So this is this is this is the halfway point. We're not even half done. They're running. They're falling behind. I hate it here. I'm gonna have to hear about this at every direct still yeah, for like another year and a half. Oh, sit, no, it is six waves. It's only. Five. Oh, thank God, it's, it's six. six. Okay, yeah. only have to hear about it for the next two directs. Yeah, it's forty tracks. Mercifully, it's eight waves at a time. So yeah, eight, yeah. Eight, six, seven. No, that's ah, not right. Okay. Yeah. Eight, sixteen, twenty-five. Is it forty? 48 tracks? Yeah, 48 tracks, that's it. Oh my god, I'm losing the world. I'm losing my mind. <laughs> yeah. So, Don't worry, we're almost done. This is the second half. Uh, I mean, it's cool that this, they're now adding characters as well as things. Like, I feel like if yeah. you play Mario Kart 8 a lot, it's very much worth the money just because you get, like, double the tracks and they're now adding new characters like Birdo and stuff like that. It's fair enough. But I'm also sick of hearing about it, to be honest, because yeah. the, the courses, the quality of the courses, although getting better 
are still not to the same standard as the original Mario Kart 8. Uh, and then finally, there was a highlight montage, but uh, who cares about that? Who cares about that? <laughs> yeah, that was not a in Nintendo Life's little thing there, whatever showed up on that. Who cares? Mm. Who cares? Because we, we got Link driving a car. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> so, Tears of the Kingdom got another trailer. A full trailer. Eh, I wouldn't go that fucking far. Um, yeah, it's better than what we've been getting. True. Um, here, controversial take. I don't think this was a good trailer. I think it was a fine trailer. I think <clears throat> it did the job. I think it was like, you know, it hit the boxes. It had the orchestra. It had Matt Mercer as Ganon, which is very cool. I appreciate that. <laughs> um, that will be very cool. Ugh. But it's just like, I'm, it, it's genuinely at the point now where I think there's a reason they're not showing us footage of this video game. And not in a malicious way. I feel like there's a twist or there's something big that happens where they, I hope so, and I'm glad they're not showing us anything. I'd rather figure this out. They didn't show any of like you know long-haired Link with the sh- with the weird arm with the green tunic. They showed none yeah. of him in this trailer at all. Yeah, it so was I'm missing. Just, so I'm just like I I don't know what to really think about this game at the moment. It's going to be brilliant. It's going to be amazing. Oh, it's, yeah. Of course it is. But this trailer just it did nothing for me. It did absolutely nothing for. Me. I, if anything, I was more like, you know what? Yeah, it was a full trailer. I also didn't need to see a single bit of it, really. It didn't add anything to my hype. I'm just. I mean, hype. I feel like that could summarize my emotions for whatever they show me in these is additive. They could have they could have told me back in 2019, it's coming, and then <laughs> when they could finally tell me when it's coming, just stamp that on the screen, be like, this is when it's going to be available to buy. And I'll be like, I'd, I'd be there because Breath of the Wild was awesome. It's it's gonna be fun. I know, like I say, it's gonna be a great game. We know it's gonna be a great game. Can't wait to play it. The, the there's some cool stuff that they do show. But again, yeah, like, I feel like we could have very easily vehicular construction. The way that it was uh, <laughs> just the way that it was edited in the trailer was really amusing because it was like it was really doom, janky. despair, yeah, and really... then he's driving the little cart. It's like, yeah, it's like flying yeah. the craft and then yeah, back to literally, doom, despair. <laughs> literally, the way the trailer goes is just like it's just it's just really stupid. I was like suspense, de- like despair, misery. I don't know if you can do this, Link. He jumps off. He starts doing the epic gliding to the fanfare, and then fucking vroom, and then that was it. That was like the trailer. He's like, <laughs> like off he goes. I will it's say just... that I like that they've taken the weird jank way that people made <laughs> traveling happen in Breath of the Wild and just turned it into something. And giving you the tools to make your own yeah. jank thing. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I like that they took that and made it. It's that was cool because like some of my favorite things about Breath of the Wild, you know, looking back on it after I had played it twice, was still years later seeing just the crazy things that people would figure out how to do in it i love that dude i hope this game still gives us good twitter clips because if you ever saw like on twitter just like japanese text and breath of the wild together you knew something bonkers was. you were in for a good 20 seconds (laughs) it was gonna be the silliest 20 seconds of your life 
you knew it. It's um, like I say, like I say, you know, it's going it to be a great game. Yeah. But at this point, it's like we've had roughly give or take about six minutes of this game shown, roughly. Yeah, and we know fuck up all about the story, which I'm fine with. We know fuck all about the game either, which I'm also fine with. But I'm sick of this stupid like thing that we're in, where they keep giving us trailers, and I'm like, usually I'm like, I don't need to see this because you're showing too much. But I'm like, I don't need to see this because you're showing nothing and wasting my time. You you showed me a car, very cool. I'm happy that you showed me the car, but. (laughs) I'd also like to know, just like a basic. You would have thing, hated like, being we invested in Death Stranding before the game. Came <laughs> are we having? Are we having dungeons this time? Are we? Are we? I even don't know. Having? Are we when even I watched... having the shrines? Are we even have. I don't think so. When I was those? watching the trailer again, because I did watch it like seven times. Um, uh, I did. I was looking around the background while he was like doing lot. stuff, and there were no shrines. I didn't see anything that looked like the shrines or that could be the shrines. And, you know, that could just be their selective editing for what they were showing off. But there was nothing that drew my attention. Like, yes, that'll be that structure there will be what the shrines are this game. So, you know. Can't believe but, you know, like I say, I think I genuinely <laughs> I'm saying this like because I haven't psycho. Like, let me go back in the trailer real quick, because it's like, like I say, I don't know what to really think about this trailer because like i say he's got the blue tunic on he's got his breath of the wild one costume on basically for the entirety of this trailer yeah but he has the arm he has the weird arm underneath those clothes so it's like why aren't they showing us as him as the the new model basically and it's like yeah the one that the official artwork got shown of (laughs) after the trailer it is weird yeah zelda's got a switch now they were just like yeah the wii u tablet it's gonna be how she programs the robot arm They've re- I'm just going to say this much. They have really done themselves a disservice if the special edition Switch is not Zelda's tablet. Like, they've done it. They've actually taken an L there if that's not what they do. But, like I say. You'd think they cool. would have, like, made a Sheikah Slate model of the. or special Sheikah Slate thing for the Switch in the first place. There's a <laughs> dragon on that bridge. That's cool. Like it's, I say, that's I have. not a shrine. I, like I say, dragons right. I can't see. I can't oh, see baby. any shrines. Yeah, like I, the dragon slayer. I I didn't spot any, so it'll be whatever they've got in store for us. I think will be plenty of fun. I'm sure it will be, but I just kind of as selfish as it is, I'm almost like, don't show us the trick. Like you could have not given us that one. Like I'm very like, <laughs> and not in a not in a kind of like. Like you've shown too much, or I don't want to see any more, kind of way. Just kind of like, no, seriously. Like, like I was already hyped, and this hasn't waned me or done anything to make me even more excited. You have just shown a trailer for Zelda, and it's not the epic story final trailer that yeah, we it's, probably it's not the sequel to the trailer that they showed for Breath of the Wild before it was time to come out. Because if if they do make a trailer like that, I will be happy. If it's another one like this, I will shrug. I'll probably still watch it like five times, but I will still shrug. It's such a weird game because, like you say, their next direct is probably three, so we will not get another direct for Zelda. We might get a yeah. Zelda specific direct. I hope they don't. Yeah, I also don't think 
I don't want, I probably wouldn't watch it if they have like a little trailer at the end of it or beginning of it. I would watch that. I would not watch the 15 minutes where they show me what the game is going to be because it doesn't matter what the game is going to be at this stage. I'd prefer to not know. And this is how you make friends with horses. Yeah. It's just like I say, very bizarre. And that was the end of it's the like, uh Yeah, oh. it was like uh, after they showed off the 2016 trailer for Breath of the Wild and they had like the hours of Treehouse stuff afterwards. I'm like, I don't need to see any of this. Mm. I just couldn't be bothered to watch it. That's why. Yeah. And I, like I say, I'm very much looking forward to it. I put a week off of work because I'm fucking excited about it. But <laughs> I'm, it's one of those games where we've been waiting for this game for so long that I'm not like itching at it. Like, you know, it's like when it comes out in May, I'll be like, oh, cool. This is all the time. Let's go. I'm very happy. But I'm not like, it's just not one of those games where I'm just sitting there eagerly at the bit going, I need the game, I need the game, I need the game. I'm just like, show me that, I'll be excited when you show me that cool story trailer where we finally get the, you know, the epic, we've already had a bit of the epic orchestra, but you properly like go for oh, it. Oh yeah, the cool ominous that's when choir I, that's when I'll be excited. Strikes, that yeah. was cool. That's yeah. when I'll be excited. Yeah. We'll see. Like I say, it'll be fun. It's, we've only got three months to wait. It's, as of recording, it is exactly three months for me. It's, it is February 12th oh, yeah. for me right it's now. Three months oh. plus a couple of hours for us. Three months to go. Ooh, I can't Less than wait. 100 days. That's crazy. But uh. yeah, we'll have to wait and see. And that's the direct overall. I give it a solid eight. There you go. Yeah, I mean, looking at it in review, like big picture, it was definitely a lot better than it was being shown. Yeah. yeah, watching it live, it's like, okay, this is going real slow. But, you know, in hindsight, a lot of cool stuff was shown. Yeah, I'd say I like it more than the Farm Direct. From yeah, before. it's like, yeah. Say it's... It's an interesting one, and I think it does show that Nintendo's probably going to have a bit of a quieter year this year, which mm -hmm. is not quiet because of Zelda, but also it is a quiet year. I don't care what people say. I, I like Zelda as much as everybody else, but you know, same year with Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing was a quiet year. I don't care if Animal Crossing yeah. came out. It was a quiet year. Same with this one. <laughs> well, I don't care if Zelda's here. It's, it's kind of year. where the releases that aren't Zelda are just kind of lower key because like if you only had a switch to play things on you would still be getting things it's just not like things that other that everyone is going to need to jump on and play like i'm sure people are excited to play that kirby game that comes out yeah Kirby's month. Hype. um i don't I'm, whatever they've got for march is escaping me but advanced wars if you only had a switch was a game for april and then you know zelda afterwards so yeah yeah this stuff, it's just, like I say, I feel like, and it doesn't help with Switch, that we've had a lot of the bangers, right? It's like we are at the end of a generation where it's like, we know we're not getting, well, unfortunately this is true for this entire Switch generation. We know we're not getting a new Mario Kart until a new generation of consoles. We know <laughs> that we're not getting a new Animal Crossing until the next generation of Nintendo's console. We know we're not going to get probably another Mario until the next generation of consoles. You know, it's like we're waiting now. It's like, we're at the end of that cycle, a lot of the IP has come and gone, and now we're just waiting for that cycle to start up again. So when that new console gets announced, we're like, where's the new Mario? Where's the new 
Mario Kart. Where is it? Where's Animal Crossing? The Smash Bros. <laughs> fucking Smash? the mass the Smash Bros. YouTubers oh can finally God. come out of their crypts and go. There's a new <laughs> leak. Can you believe it? Oh my gosh. I hope Smash Bros. Smash I hope Smash Bros. stays buried for like half the console cycle. I to be honest, I, I prefer HD. I honestly preferred it when they got it out of the way in the in the second year. I think that was a great time for it because I was sick of hearing people go when Smash Bros. Like like oh my god, please. Don't the do problem that. there became that the uh, additional stuff went on for too long. Yeah, oh, I agree. Next time, don't have them be twelve characters over the course of like <laughs> two and a half years. <laughs> That's not fun. Um, but hey. It's it's all fun in games. Anyway, Hunter, what have you been playing? Yeah. Quick recap, what you've been playing. <laughs> all right, so we're only an hour and twenty seven minutes in. Ah! I'm like, we're still doing this. I thought we were just it's... gonna end it. Yeah, no. but <laughs> okay. Right. So last night I started playing A Way Out, the Joseph Ferris game that uh, was that made. Last year. Yeah, yeah, the Joseph Ferris game that he made before. Um, it, it takes, takes two. two. Yeah, my brother was like. Hey, I want to play this because he bought it like months ago, and the games he was trying to play had annoyed him <laughs> before, minutes before he asked me about that. So I was like, "Sure, let's start it up." And it's a cool little co-op adventure. I don't really know how to co-op. You're trying to escape prison. Most of the puzzles involve someone distracting a guard while you do something else with the second person. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> At the beginning, when it has you select the characters, it was funny because, you know, we're sitting on our respective sides of the screen. And for whatever reason, for when we selected them, we both chose the opposite people. <laughs> like, so we would be looking across the screen, like, diagonally. And then when we actually started control, it was like, he was like, no, wait, we switch me controllers. I can't do this. <laughs> it was like, funny. Because... I would have been like, let's just swap sides of the couch. Like, not like, oh, yeah. No, swap controllers. We're swapping characters. I can't deal with it. <laughs> it was it was funny though because like I had noticed like a split like thirty seconds before. I'm like, wait a minute. I'm just gonna be looking like this the whole time I'm playing. Yeah. <laughs> but I wasn't gonna argue <laughs> with him. And then he's like, no, I can't do this. But it's a fun little time. It was. Uh, we got to the one of the last things we did was, or no, it was one of the things we got to was the little you know push each other push against each other's backs okay, and like cool. climb yeah, yeah. it was funny we got each other killed because we mistimed it <laughs> yeah it was fun silly shenanigans can be had it's in this fun, game it's, it's, and that's it's a fun nice. it's a fun time it's a fun time yeah. i enjoyed it when i played it last year yeah and the other game that i've been playing today is immortality that sam barlow game that came out last year and it's like a mystery game where this fictional actress, Marissa Marcel, I believe, like it's it's very hard for me to remember the character's name because I just know the actual man engaged actress yeah. name yeah. is what I've assigned to her in my memory already. But this fictional actress had like three movies that never saw release, and you're supposed to like piece them together through the weird use of this video editing machine thing i'm not really sure the the setup is weird and abstract but it's been fun so far like the way it works is essentially you'll look at one thing like you'll look at one video clip and 
you're just clicking around on a, on either people's faces or objects in the uh, objects in the background or stuff. Any kind of notable thing that you might be able to look at, you can click on it. It'll take you to something else across the scene in one of these three movies. Mm-hmm. And uh, basically, the way I decided to break it up was try and do see as much of one movie as possible while I'm um, you know. And I'll go movie by movie to start with. And unfortunately, the one I picked was just the first one that got presented to me. It was like this it took place in like 1700s Spain, very uh, religiously themed. And like, oh, no, I got to listen to the I got to listen to the silly old timey religious drivel for the dialogue. <laughs> and that is not a fun time. But the way it's performed, like all the all of the performances are pretty solid. Uh, um. I eventually hit a scene from one of the other movies where finally it seemed like, because at first I was like, is there an actual mystery here besides piecing the timeline together? Mm -hmm. But there was, there were some other weird things going on. I finally discovered one like an hour before I, we assembled here where I I was like watching something. I was like rewinding because you know, sometimes you you gotta, you found it. Okay. Yeah. You gotta rewind it to get like, I was just going to click on like, I think I was clicking on knives or something or some object that had left the frame. And then suddenly uh, some, some kind of weird little playing it in reverse sent me to a new like hidden scene that you couldn't select before at all. And I'm like, Oh, I found the point of the game. <laughs> Very cool. <laughs> so yeah. I'll be, that's the bit. I'll be excited was, to, yeah, uh... cause at first I was like, what well, one that game, that, that game very much when you play them on PC, they're like, we recommend you use a controller for this game. And I'm like, okay, that's weird. Why, why, why are you recommending I use a controller? Like, for a, for what is effectively a live action video weird. game. You're like, oh, yeah, it's just, like, it's just me watching movies, what the fuck? And then it's like, when I heard about what the mechanic was, where it was like, okay, and what they do with it, I was like, okay, that's quite creepy, I don't like that. That's like, I'm like, no, we're not playing that. So like, yeah, like, out. after that, like I haven't started on this little quest yet, but I'm eventually just gonna start watching things. Like just piece through them in reverse and see what I get. <laughs> like at first, my method was pretty solid, where I was like, I'm not gonna click on uh, Marissa's face for everything because that'll just take me anywhere. Uh, so I started like just clicking on side characters in the one movie's faces to get as many scenes of them out of the way as possible, and then I started clicking on other objects. Like there was this kind of, you know evil crown when the devil popped up in the one religious movie and uh, so i clicked on that a couple of times and it just took me on a fun little thing it'll be but now that i've found like the cool stuff i can't wait to try and find more of that yeah there's plenty of stuff to be found and yeah it's a very creepy game from the bits and pieces that i've seen on it yeah there is some of this there is some of the silliness in the game that is a little weird in the sense that like there's just this strange voyeuristic quality to a lot of the scenes that I'm like I don't really like this <laughs> like I like piecing together the mysteries and stuff but the one the director of the one movie cuz not only do they show you like the scenes from the movie but you get like the before and after like the little take one blah blah the one director is a creep <laughs> like, I don't like you. I don't like you at all. <laughs> you weirdo. But yeah, so. Immortality is interesting. Mm. Yeah. Mm. 
Very cool. You should go check it out if you like horror games and you like the idea of creepily putting together bits and pieces of a story that may or may not exist. Yeah. Uh, and I guess we'll wrap it up there because we've we've been going on long enough. Because all my <laughs> little thing that I wanted to say was just like I have no clue what to fucking do for the next two months. That's all I wanted to say. Oh, uh, you were just gonna take like recommendations from the audience. No, well, I was like, I've got loads of things that I could play. Right, I could. Well, we're talking about it now, so I'll fucking talk about it. But it's like, <laughs> it's like I've got so much time. Before the next game, I'm playing the Star Wars Jedi. Blah 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 blah. And that got delayed by a month. April, yeah. So it's like I've got nothing from now until April to play, and I don't know what to do with my time because it's like I was like I could play Yakuza, but I don't know if I want to go down that rabbit hole. I could play the Dark Souls games, but I don't know if I want to go down that rabbit hole. I could go and continue playing Fire Emblem, but I know I don't want to go and do that. So it's like, I just, yeah, I don't know. I just feel kind of bored. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what to do. Um, oh, man. You've got a whole NES and SNES library ew, on your that's Switch. fucking gross. No, cringe. Nah, cringe, dude, it's cringe, great. Cringe. Go play Donkey Kong. I've played so Go many play fucking Kong. platformers Go play Donkey Kong 2. No. Go play Donkey Kong Country 3, the one with Kitty Kong. Yeah. Oh, Kitty Kong was such a weird character i don't know it's I just like like, like i say i'm just very cons i don't know what to do like genuinely because i'm not picking up a game till star wars jedi and i'm like there was a part of me that was like i could carry on playing yakuza i played zero like a year and a half ago i should go play one and then i booted up one and i watched the first cutscene. and i was like this is cool i also don't remember what the fuck happened in zero so now what do I do? Do I go back and replay Zero again and no, then get you stuck don't. in the Cabby Ray just, Club minigame for another 13 hours? Or... Just play the video game. I don't know what to do. The people so who played one the first time didn't know what happened in Zero either. You'll be okay. Yeah, yeah. but I liked Zero. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. It's just to me, I'm just like, eh. I'm not like I'm not 100% into it. I think that's why. It's because like, I'm not 100% like I want to do this. I could go back and finish Persona 5 because I stopped in Palace 3, uh, like Greg Miller, and I, I just like <laughs> I just don't know when to go back, and I don't know if I want to go back right now. Really, I don't know if I'm feeling it because I don't have the time to put into it. Like, I just don't have time, and I've played way too many platformers, so I can't play Psychonauts. I'm just in a rut, man. I'm just in a rut. Uh, oh shoot! I played Sly 4. That's what I did. I like looked down at my little PS4 games that are on my shelf here, and the first thing besides Crash that I looked at was like Catherine. I'm like, that's technically like a puzzle platformy thing too. Yeah, so I could play Catherine, but also I don't really feel like it. I've played so many platformers. Like I say, I've played all all four Sly games this year. Uh, I played Gravity Rush again this year. I played The Pathless, which is a bit of a platformy kind of game. There's a lot of jumping around and exploring, so it's like. It it scratches that itch. I played uh, an indie game called Omno, which is also a bit of a platformy kind of game. So it's like I played a load of platformers, mm -hmm. Crash One and Two, NST. Like I said, I just played Sly Four, and I think I'm done. Although I did, was nice. Obviously played it for the tenth anniversary. Still like that game. People give that game way too much flack. It's pretty decent. Um, there's a plot twist in it that I don't. It's not very good. But if you ignore that, the rest of the game is pretty great. You guys are haters. Um. 
But fun fact, <laughs> I started the game on February 5th, which was the 10th anniversary, and I didn't intend to do this, but I got the Platinum today, the 11th, and then I checked when was the day was I first played it? it, which was the first day I played Sly 4 on the PS3 10 years ago, because I had to import an American copy in, from because the PAL version didn't come out to the end of March. So, oh, yeah. kind of worked out, which was quite nice, but... I'm just like, I don't know what to do, man. I don't know what to do. This is what getting old is, where I have like two hours to play a video game, and I'm just like, how about nothing? How about no? Yeah. How about, how about <laughs> that's, no? That's funny. How about bed instead? Yeah, that, that, well, I'm not like that. I'm like, I get in, and I'm like, well, I have like two hours tops uh to play something and then it's like because either then i'll be too tired or a friend will want to play a multiplayer game or something like that and then it's like well that's my evening done good night see you next time maybe we'll try again it's just just hard to do Hmm. so if you have any ideas let me know as long as it's not playing old games or playing really long games i'm not like don't want to do either of those how old are we talking old what's the cutoff like if i can't play it on my ps4 and i don't own it (laughs) no i'm not in the mood to buy new games or go into old school territory i'm not in the mood okay i spend enough on video games for the past five minutes i've still been expecting kyle to yet again say octopath traveler don't no. think it didn't cross my mind. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, dude, that's a good game to play in short bursts. Yeah, but I also you say I have you've got games. two hours. No. I don't want it. Gross. I also have loads of Switch games that I just won't play. Dude, hear me out. You already own Octopath. Just try it. No, hear me out. No. <laughs> what about Live Alive? Did you play that one yet? I know you own it. No, I've not, played, play I've, I've not played Bayonetta 3 or Live Alive or Kirby. Or I've Kirby. not played any of them. Oof. And I don't plan on it anyway, anytime soon. Because I've played... I, my hack and slash what itch went with hi-fi. What are you hi-fi. doing? Well, no, my hack and slash itch went with hi-fi. played that. Don't need to play another one for a while. I don't have the yeah. JRPG bug right now. So <laughs> I don't want to play any JRPG particularly. I was only maybe going to play Yakuza just because I wanted to do the karaoke mini game. I'm not going to lie. It's not because I'm actually there for the real fucking gameplay. I just want to tap some buttons, bro. Anyway. It's fine. I'm just, having a mid-li- I'm just having a midlife crisis at the age of 25 over video games. It's fine. It's fine. I'll live. I'm just not going to be very much use on this podcast, it seems. Well, you know. So next week, come back for our one-hour discussion on the Paramore today. album that just came out. We didn't have time. This <laughs> oh, week. this gives me time to listen to it now. <laughs> Hunter, it's thirty minutes. Uh, dude, I'm not a hardcore Paramore fan. I didn't even know it really came out until Ethan said something. I just know I didn't know it came like... out until I was told that it came out on the day because I didn't know what the release <laughs> I... date was. I, I didn't like, know oh, it today. came out either until that's, my sister that's... asked me if I heard about it. Yeah, and I'm I, like, it... nope. I yeah, like, oh, I just know today. the hits from Paramore. I don't know like their deeper discography or anything like well, that. Well, come back next week where we will 100% talk about it and I, we won't have forgotten about talking about it next week. I swear, guys. We'll Provided <laughs> nothing happens in video game land. 
We what promise. could possibly happen? Is there even a game out next week? Xenoblade no. Wave 3, but oh, that's, that's not that's good, the that's thing. Take, Other than that, yeah, no, there's nothing. Five minutes. I mean, so yeah, yeah, plenty of stuff to talk nothing. about. Anyway, I'm about to Plenty pass of Paramore out. to talk about. Yeah, I'm going to pass yeah. out from exhaustion, so I'm just going to put our links on screen right now. They're in the description if you want to check us out. You follow us on Twitter. Keep up to date with everything we do outside of the podcast. Oh my gosh, the tie- the wave of tiredness is just like taken over me. It's like hit that past that half two points, like gone. Gonzo. Um, um, but anyway, uh, oh, I've got to do the thingy. The, if you were blah, 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 go follow us on Twitter at Gamers Only. Subscribe to us on YouTube, YouTube.com forward slash Hot Gamers Only. And hey, if you don't want to look at our stupid face, that's cool too. You can go to your favorite podcast service, search for Hot Gamers Only on your favorite podcast service, such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon, you name it, we're on it. You go find it. You know you want to do. Dooby dooby doo, ba ba ba. There you go. Where are you? <laughs> Impressive. <laughs> 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 uh, but there you go. Well, I, we're done. That's it. Thank you so much for listening. I don't know how to end this. I don't know why. I literally, I don't know why. The last like three minutes, my brain just like gone. It's just like sleep mode engaged. You're done. It's fine. It's all good. It's fine. Anyway, it just happens, man. It happens. Anyway, thank you so much. Food. Yeah. No, I do not need food. That will keep me up. Anyway, thank you so much for slash watching. <laughs> we'll be back same time, same place next week for more. Well, until then, have an awesome week, and yeah, we'll see you next time. Bye. See ya. Doodle-doo.